0: Hello everybody, welcome back to today's episode of the Chicago Talk Podcast. Let's start today's episode off talking about the Bulls, and if things could not get any worse for the Bulls, uh, they continue to get worse, unfortunately. Uh, Zach Levine has entered the NBA's health and safety protocols, so it appears he will most likely be sidelined for tomorrow's Game 5 against the Bucks. It's not confirmed yet, however, it is very likely considering what usually goes on uh, in the health and safety protocols, so... Levine, most likely sideline. We still don't know the condition of Alec Caruso. He is still, uh, questionable for game five. We haven't really heard a lot about his situation right now. Uh, I would not expect him to play at all either due to that, due to that concussion, uh, for Levine, this is now his third time in the calendar year that he has been put into the NBA's health and safety protocols. Remember last season, he missed uh, almost a month, uh, cause he was in the protocols. And then, uh, earlier in the year when the bulls had their big COVID outbreak, he was one of those guys who got, you know, who got COVID. So, uh, He's missed a good amount of the year, and unfortunately, uh, this comes at a horrible time because a series that was looking basically lost is now all but over uh, against the Bucks here in, uh, in tomorrow's in tomorrow night's game. So, unfortunate loss for the Bulls. Uh, no, I think at this point, it's almost confirmed. Bulls have lost this series, um, and it, it sucks, but you know, having no, having no Caruso, having no ball, and now having no Levine is just going to be way too... No, way too much for this Bulls team. We could see, know uh, some positives out of it. We could see who we'll finally get some, you know, get a bigger chance in the playoffs, which I think is. Uh, a big question of why he wasn't getting a bigger chance when Kobe White wasn't really playing his greatest. So I think now with Levine out, we're going to see him play in a role that he has to play in. He's going to have to fill those those shoes that Zach Levine left. If Kobe White's not going to be able to, uh, and then also Patrick Williams. You no, know, now that now that uh, uh, Levine is gone, and you know, we could see him become a lot more aggressive. You know, we saw when Demar was gone, Vucevic was gone, when Levine was gone, we saw him play some really really. Um, Really aggressive basketball game, especially against the uh, Timberwolves. I mean, that was one of his best games, I think, of his career, honestly. Uh, so we'll see him play a lot more aggressive, which you know is a big positive there for the Bulls, and they should get some scoring out of him in this one against the Bucks. But yeah, that game gonna be tomorrow at 630. This game definitely gonna be an uphill climb for the Bulls. Now let's turn to the Blackhawks, who will be taking on the who actually played the Philadelphia Flyers last night. Uh, they won three to one, improved to 27, 42, and 11. This is now the Hawks' first regulation win since March 23rd. The last time they won a regulation game was four to two in Anaheim on the 23rd. Uh, their last two wins in the previous 13 games came in, came in overtime and a shootout. So uh, Hawks finally get back on the board in regulation. Uh, they improved to. 27 42 and 11 flyers now fall to 25 44 and 11 uh goals in this one scored by jonathan Taze, alex to and eric gustafson uh hawks got up to a early 2-1 lead thanks to a goal from gustafson uh then we saw in that third period they ha- they went ahead uh took the lead saw Alex DeBrinkett score his 41st goal of the seer- of the season to tie a career high and set a new career high 77th point on the year uh so really impressive stuff from McT- uh, from uh uh to bring it this year, I was blanking on the name. Uh, then Hawks also had a pretty solid game offensively. They generated 19 shot attempts, 12 shots on goal, and 13 scoring chances uh, on the power play, which, you know, they did They did still finish 0 for five, but uh, compared to what it has been, you no, know, it's it's a lot more, imp- it's a lot improved, you know? I think that's gonna be a big key to this off season is trying to improve that power play with whoever the Hawks choose to bring in as a permanent head coach. Uh, they're gonna need to improve this uh, this power play. Definitely, because it has been very poor. Uh, but this is you know, a bit of a positive there to see them have this many chances. Uh, but yeah, uh, also registered 21 shots on goal through the first two periods, and 10 of them came from defensemen. So defensemen very active in this one. We saw Eric Gustafson. No, he was very aggressive. He gets his goal. Kevin Lankinen, really good night. 33 saves on 34 shots. Very good, very good game from him. Uh, and then Hawks offense did the rest you know hawks offense was able to uh to pull through in this one so uh big regulation win for the hawks they'll be taking on the vegas golden knights tomorrow at 7 30 in chicago uh the knights in a really weird situation. You no, know, they're fighting for a wildcard berth right now, sitting at 42, 31, and 6. Um, but that's a very competitive Pacific division. And we saw their their uh, loss to the sharks the other day really, really affect that, know uh, really affect their chances. So uh, they're gonna need to basically win out here, so they're gonna be hungry and they're gonna be a really aggressive team. Uh, So hopefully the Hawks are going to have some luck against them. You know, we saw earlier in the year, the Hawks actually managed to play them pretty well. They, you know, they had a very close game against them. So uh, I think this will be a very interesting matchup between the Hawks and the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Now let's turn to the Bears. We have to talk about wide receiver uh, Byron Pringle, who we all know was arrested and charged with reckless driving on a suspended license in Florida the other day. Uh, So he was arrested and was... Taken into Pasco County Jail, uh, but Pringle signed that one-year deal with the Bears in the off-season, and this is a big issue because it kind of shows that the Bears weren't paying attention to the character issues. Um, Apparently before this, the Bears even knew he had unpaid parking tickets and also in the past had a suspended license and apparently nothing was done about it. And I feel like, uh, I know Ryan Poles does know Byron Pringle since they did spend time together in Kansas City, but uh, still, it's a very bad look for the Bears, especially, you know, a new guy you just signed is having this many issues already and so many issues that were known about before you signed him, like... That's a bit of an issue. You would have thought they would run some sort of background check on him, but uh, still, very interesting situation with Byron Pringle. We did see, uh, or we did hear Ryan Poles talk today, actually, so uh, we did hear him mention it a little bit, but still. I uh, know with the draft just around the corner, this probably was not what the Bears were uh, thinking they were going to have to focus on or worry about uh, in this uh, in this upcoming offseason. Now let's turn to the White Sox, who will be taking on the Kansas City Royals tonight at 7 o'clock. They're returning to guaranteed rate field after a very disappointing road stretch. Or uh, road road uh, road trip is the word uh, in Cleveland and Minnesota. They're looking to get back in the win column. They are six and nine on the year. Royals come into it five and nine. Dallas Keuchel on the mound for the Sox, and in his last outing, it was not a good one. He had only one inning pitched, allowed ten earned runs. He has a 15 ERA, very bloated ERA. Daniel Lynch on the mound for the Royals. He's one of their young, uh, their young pitching arms. His last outing uh, against the Twins on the 20th, he went five innings, allowed four hits and no earned runs. Uh, His ERA a little bit bloated as well, but uh, the lineup for the Sox tonight, Tim Anderson will lead off at short. Andrew Vaughn will bat second in left field. Jose Abreu will uh, will bat third at first base. Yasmaic Grandal batting fourth playing catcher, batting fifth AJ Pollock in right, batting sixth Jake Berger at third, batting seventh Josh Harrison at DH, batting eighth Adam Engel at center field, and batting ninth Danny Mendick at second base. So no Luis Robert in this series. There was optimism that he was going to be able to return Tuesday. Uh, Still really no word if he's going to return any other game in this series, but it's disappointing that he's not able to return in this one. Uh, Josh Harrison is back, which is a positive. You do uh, lose his glove, of course. No him dealing with that shoulder injury. You're probably smarter to put him at DH. Uh, but you are losing his glove in the infield. Uh, then also seeing Andrew Vaughn hitting as high as he did, as he hit, as he is. Uh, he's. Been the best hitter on this team so far this year, so um, no, that's that's a good thing to see. Uh, that no, Tony La Russa is definitely learning from his past mistakes of not using Vaughn enough. Uh, and then we have some more news on Eloy Jimenez. He went through surgery today, um, actually this morning, on a uh, torn on the uh, torn hamstring tendon behind his right knee. He is still expected to be sidelined for six to eight weeks, which is a positive. There was a thought that uh, after the surgery, he was potentially going to miss the entire year. Uh, but He only missed most of the season, which uh, I guess is better than him missing the entire year. But uh, still, I mean, the Sox got to find their footing eventually because this has been a really disappointing start to the year. And a lot of Sox fans are in a very bad mood uh, to start the season off. Now it's turn to the Cubs, who will be taking on the Atlanta Braves tonight at 7.20. Uh, That game going to be in Atlanta. Uh, Cubs, Marcus Stroman going to be on the mound for them. He has had a really tough start to his year, Uh, his last outing against the race. He got rocked, allowed eight earned runs in four innings. Not a great game from him at all. Uh, the next, Freed going to be on the mound for the Braves. He's basically been the ace of this Braves rotation so far. His last outing on the 19th against the Dodgers, he went seven innings, allowed two hits, and no earned runs. So he has been incredibly good to start this season. Uh, Cubs lineup tonight Michael Hormisalo will start, will uh, lead off in center field, batting second, says Suzuki in right. Batting third, Patrick Wisdom at third. Batting fourth, Wilson Contreras at catcher. Batting fifth, Frank Schwindel at first. Batting sixth, Jan Gomes at DH. Batting seven, Nick Madrigal at second, batting eighth. Ian Happen left, and batting ninth. Nico Horner at shortstop. So uh, Cubs, hopefully, gonna be able to get a victory in this one after the uh, the series loss to the to the uh, Pirates the other day. But hopefully, uh, they'll have some luck against this Braves team. But that is going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.